You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Hello, sisters. Welcome back to OK Sis. Hello, hello, hello. I am Scout. I am Maddie. And we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. I feel like we are just so soothing right now. Well, you're like, you're drinking tea in a mug that says patience. You know, it's because I have to be reminded on a daily basis to <laughs> exhibit patience. I'm a my very life. impatient person. I am exceedingly impatient and it is one of my greatest weaknesses. Yeah. Or it's a or it's a strength for me because for example, when I start a new project, I'm so impatient that I get to work immediately and I move with a fervor that cannot be contained. Hmm. But on the other side, you might rush through things or even put them off because they take too long. Oh, yeah, but I get shit done. I'm, things move along with me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, Scout. I make shit happen. Okay. Welcome to OK Sis. We are the sisters behind the OK Sis podcast. We are Sisters IRL. If you are listening to this and you have just found us from, you know, our live event with Kazi and Michelle Randolph, which was spectacular, if I may say so myself. Yeah, I'm still uh, coming down from that, to be honest. I'm yeah. still tired. I'm s- I am. Um, I, I, it has taken everything out of me. Huh. Yeah, um, I agree. Going out till two in the morning. I mean, damn. Yeah. Not really part of our brand. Yeah. No, not part of our brand whatsoever. But we did it and it was great. And now I need like a week to recuperate and re get my energy levels back up. Sure. So that's why we're doing this solo episode this week, just to ground ourselves, get us back into the groove. I think we've been like rushing, rushing, rushing uh, towards this live event. And now that it has concluded, we can move forward with 
the regular scheduled programming. The regular programming of OK Sis. But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about routines and rituals and our routines and rituals, the psychology behind routines and rituals, and essentially how to create your own routine that really works for you specifically, doesn't overwhelm you, but really serves you in your day-to-day life. But first we have a few things to chat about because we are just full of good news lately, aren't we? Um, We have collaborated with Girl Gang The Label. And uh, do we have OK Sis merch with Girl Gang The Label, Mads? So we have OK Sis merch. Not only do we have OK Sis merch, we have an OK OK Sis sweatsuit. So... As everyone knows, I have been completely fixated on sweatsuits. Um, I have been dropping some cash on you really have on on some sweatsuits, but yeah, I think it's become part of my uniform. Yeah, uh, lately because I am in a perpetual state of wanting to be cozy and comfortable. That's just my twenty twenty vibe. So. We, I, th- I, it was only right that we created a sweatsuit. Yeah, so we connected with Girl Gang, the label. If you guys don't know about them, they're an amazing women empowerment fashion brand. And we decided to collaborate. We have a gray sweatshirt and gray sweatpants, and they both say support your sisters. So super on brand. And um, we have a discount code for you all. You can type in OKSIS20 to get 20% off. And where do you go? Where do you go? Girlgangthelabel.com. That is, that's the one. Oh my God. And if you guys buy it, please take pictures and tag us. I want to see all of the pictures in our support your sister sweatsuits. We're going to be all so cozy and cute and cuddly. Yeah, we are. I can't wait. I can't wait. So yeah, that is the good news of the week. And this is going to be a limited collection. So it's only live for, I think, a month. So jump on that shit. Oh, right. Yeah. Get it. Get it in. Get it in. Yeah. Oh, that didn't sound right. It sounded perfect. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Um, okay, so today's episode is brought to you by Podcorn. Um, we had Agnes, the founder of Podcorn. You guys can listen to her a few episodes back to learn really deep, dive deep into what Podcorn does, but they are a sponsor of today's episode. Yes, and so we've been using Podcorn. They are incredible because they are a marketplace that connects podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities. You can do host ad reads, interview segments. There's all sorts of stuff. There's no middleman. We go into Podcorn. We have our account. We look through the sponsorships available. If we vibe with them, we send them a, like a DM essentially, you know, saying what's up, this is who we are, whatever, and then if they like our vibe, they respond back, and then you record the you get paid through the platform it's so easy and amazing for podcasters their whole ethos is they want to put the power back into the content creators rather than um having like scout said this middleman that actually might not have your interest at at hand so this just allows you to take complete ownership of any revenue that you generate through your podcast yeah and if you guys have a podcast and you think you need to have a minimum downloads to sign up for podcorn incorrect Anyone can sign up for Podcorn and start DMing brands and um, hopefully get a sponsorship on your way. And obviously, Agnes is the founder. It's a female-founded company. We're all about it. We mm-hmm. love it. So, um, Rad females rad only. Rad females only. Um, so anyways, you can click on the link in our show notes um, to the website or it's just podcorn.com slash podcasters. That's podcorn, like popcorn, but podcast mixed together. So thank you for sponsoring us. We have had so much fun using podcast. And we love Agnes. Yes. All right. Moving on to housekeeping. Our favorite segment of OKC. Yeah, sorry, guys. We just got to do it. We'll do it fast. Okay. Ready? Number one, you should have gotten a newsletter today. You gotten a newsletter. We should have slid into your inboxes this morning. So um, if you are not subscribed to our newsletter, it's a fun little um, 
a thought experiment, if you will, every Monday morning. It gives you what you need to know about um, in pop culture or events around the world who are girl crushes. So that's essentially our guest of the of the week. And then a little uh, highlight about us and products that you need and a quote to yes. live by. And it's super cute. Uh, we also have a secret Facebook group, which is always wait, going wait, on. sorry. To oh. subscribe to the newsletter, go to okcspodcast.com. Oh, yeah, yes, or the links in the show notes. Or you can go to our, everything's in our Instagram bio, too. Okay. We have a secret Facebook group, which is my favorite place in the entire fucking world. I go there all the time to chat with you all. It's OKSisters, T-E-R-S in parentheses, or you can just type in OKSisters. And if you're down, subscribe, re- subscribe, rate, and review. Woohoo! Subscribe... Review, okay. Your which one was it? Subscribe. Wait, no. Rate, review, subscribe. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh fuck. That was it. Well, we really tried to make this our tagline. Yeah, we we are epically epically failing. Um. Yeah, and follow us on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and (laughs) Twitter. Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) Our Twitter is popping. Our Twitter is not popping. I tweet into the abyss. It's about. You're still tweeting. I'm still tweeting. Oh my god! I I tweet. I tweet a lot of uh, gifs. I love it. Is it gifs or? Yes. I, I don't know. What's what's the consensus there? I, there? I don't think there is one. There isn't. There might be. Does it stand for something? GIF? Some I, I'm I'm ignorant. Oh, wow. In, ignorant. In this. Ignorant, yeah, sorry. ignorant mads. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, let's do some current fixations. Um, let's do it. My current fixation is I signed up for Gary Vaynerchuk's text messages. I know. You were t- literally <laughs> scout. And Gary are on text basis. She texts him back. Not even you're not even texting him. You're texting his intern or his like email marketing automated message. Whatever. He has such great messages. Like sometimes I wake up and I get a text from Gary and it says, "Have a wonderful day," or "You're doing great," or you know, just really motivational stuff to keep going and failure and success and all these motivational stuff. And he's just like this little cheerleader on your on your shoulder and sometimes when he really texts me a nice thing I respond and I say thank you Gary I hope you have a great day too has he responded to my personal text message not yet because it's not him yeah but he does respond to some people so I'm hoping eventually he responds on Twitter he's not gonna respond on the text the text is coming from an automated MailChimp no no sometimes (laughs) he responds okay (laughs) you just said he hasn't responded well yeah not yet because there's probably millions of people texting him but one day he'll see mine and he will respond to me okay so anyways, if you guys are looking for a little motivational pick-me-up, nice little, it's like a newsletter, but a quick little text, you know, just to keep your day going, sign up for Gary Vee's text messages. I don't know where you can do it. I don't know. Look at his Instagram. I'm sure it's somewhere out there. Absolutely. Um, great. Yeah. Great current fin- fixation. And it's so fun because like you're on your phone and all of a sudden a text comes up and it says Gary Vaynerchuk and you're like, oh my God, Gary. Hi. <laughs> oh my God, Gary. Gary, yeah. how Get are you doing? <laughs> It's so good. I love it so much. That reminds me. um, So I use this company called Digit Mm -hmm. and it automatically pulls from your checking account to save you money essentially. Mm -hmm. So it analyzes your spending habits and then every day it'll take a little bit of money out and save it for you. No, 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 I'm just because that reminded me of something. So. I I do this because it's it's a nice way to just like save without even thinking about it. And they text me the they are whoever is doing these texts. Are they like they hype men? So premium. They send me gifs and they're like, you saved $50 for your credit card payment. Woo, girl, you got this. I was like, I, th- Digit is the hype woman I need in my life. Oh, I need this. That sounds oh, it's, amazing. It's wild. Everyone should just do it simply for the text notifications that you get. That sounds incredible. Is it an app? 
It's an app and it's a website. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look that up. I it, love that. Solely for I actually I was like gonna delete it because I was like, eh, well, I'll save on my own. And then I love the text message too much. Good branding. Very good. Very good uh Engaging business with your, business with your tactic. Clientele. Oh yeah. I, I screenshot the text and put post on my Instagram. I'm like, Digit is my only friend. Like he they I've are never so seen you post it on your Instagram. Well, I, I have, so Oh. Okay. Did you like close friends that shit? Did you take me off your close friends? Um no, I don't think so. Because no, I got I a picture of you in bed that said, "I want a PB and J." I have been having the most insane craving for P. I, 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 we didn't grow up eating PB and J. No, our parents would never make us a PB and J. Never, because our dad was like a gourmet chef, so we had lamb chops for oh, lunch. Poor <laughs> us. We had lamb chops and shark for lunch, but not a PB and J on white flour bread. Oh, okay, well, I didn't say it like that, but for some reason, I had this just real. Craving. Did you craving. make one? I did not because I do not have any of the ingredients. Interesting. Yeah. So I just decided to post to my close friends and hope it would appear. And it did not. Hmm. So sometimes okay. sometimes I post to my close friends hoping like someone will send me what I'm like craving. And it never happens. Yeah. No one's going to do that because you would never do that for somebody else. I do that all the time for people. If I, I Venmo I'm- $5 to people just randomly i think hot tip this is the best thing you can ever do send venmo a person five dollars to get them their coffee that morning i said i do that all the time you've never done that for me i have done it for you i did it on valentine's day last year go check your receipts oh well you always bring me chaga so yeah and that shit is way more than a pb and j okay well i also drive up here and spend 80 dollars on gas a month for you so let's 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 keep the receipts okay okay it's not a competition okay Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. 
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes. And Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Let's get back on track. Yeah, what's your current fixation? My current fixation. So I really love this sentiment and um, I think it will relate 
really well to our discussion today. So this account on Instagram called F This Meditation uh, wrote this comment about self-love versus, sorry, oh, self-love versus shame-based self-care. Okay. Okay. So let me just read what she wrote because she's very eloquent. To me, true self-love is not about changing. It is about accepting. It's about loving ourselves the way we would love someone we love with no caveats, no ifs or whens. It is about creating spaciousness. It is receptive. It is open. It is allowing for what is. On the flip side, shame-based self-love is about changing. It is about fixing, upgrading. It is about made for more or loving our quote unquote best selves. It is working out to change our bodies, meditating to clear our minds, altering ourselves into someone who is worthy of love. It is change, effort, fixing. It is a world in which you are never quite enough where you can always be slightly more or better. This is a nuanced difference, but does it make sense to you? So I, this resonated with me wholeheartedly. I disagree. Okay. So to me, I think the reason I have struggled so much in the past couple years is because all of my self-care and self-love has been surrounded by shame and has been rooted in judgment and how and in this notion that I can always be better and it's always focused on improving, improving, improving. And, and no matter even if I make a progress or make any sort of improvement, there's always something more and it's exhausting and there is this shame spiral that exists around that where of course there is always room for improvement and you should always be upgrading your life but that shouldn't be the focus the majority of your life is already so special and perfect and great no matter how flawed it is no matter it's your insecurities or any of these aspects of your life I think I need to be more um, cognizant of that majority Yeah, and I I don't know how to quite articulate this, but I don't agree with that sentiment in the sense that I think that would give a lot of people permission to not work on themselves in certain ways and just to accept, you know, certain patterns that don't serve them. And by working on improving yourself and becoming a better version of yourself, you're actually bettering your life. The shame that comes with it, that's a personal, um, not side effect, that's a personal reaction to the work that you're doing. And that's what you have to let go of. So for me, I work tirelessly to be better and I work tirelessly to be a better person, to feel better to all these things. And it actually makes me a better person. It makes me feel better and more confident, but I'm not doing it out of hate for who I am today. I'm doing it out of respect for who I could be tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. there's no part of me that is dissatisfied with who I am today. I just know there's so much possibility and there's so much potential in this world that I can step into. And so if I'm not stepping into it, that's definitely unique to you. Like when I think of self-care and self-improvement, I think that the person I am right now is not okay. Well, that's, that's not the right attitude. Exactly. And that's what this person is saying. No, but she's saying that, I know she's, but I wish that she's specified that the actual act of making yourself better isn't shameful. Of course. It's it's, it's the, but it's this, it's this obsession with, oh, we need to make it better. Oh, I can always improve, improve, improve. And nothing is quite good enough. That is what the shame I guess enters I, into. I guess I never related with something like that because I got to a point in my life where I had to change. Mm-hmm. Like who I was living with bipolar disorder was not okay anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I had to change my mental strength. And so, and it led me to really good places. So sometimes, sometimes it's okay if we have to change ourselves. I don't think she's saying it, you, to not change. I I think what you just said is is correct. 
you have to love and accept who you are right now. Yes. And upgrading and improving is a supplement. It's kind of like that balance between having goals but being grateful for where you are today. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard balance. Anyway, so that resonated with me. Well, I, w- I wish you didn't feel such shame. Yes. All of the shame, all of the time. It's 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 getting better, though. Is, does the podcast help you? The podcast helps. Therapy definitely helps. Yeah, I'm I think so happy you're in therapy. Clarity and awareness. Um, and just realizing that who you are, like you literally just, I thought I, I thought I practiced self-love and had a very clear understanding of what that meant, but it is coming. It's, uh, I do not. I oh. am beginning to realize. That's good. That's good that you realize that. Um, because it was all based in shame-based mm-hmm. self-care. Mm-hmm. And I think I need to shift that where I need to first be like very, very proud of who I am already and then find ways to elevate that Yeah. rather than like, I suck. Okay. Self-care means fixing this, 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 X, Y, and Z, all of these aspects of my life. And then it's overwhelming. And then there's shame if I don't get there. And then there's shame if I do. And then I want more. That's kind of where I've always been. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I want to think more about how to end a shame cycle like that and how to look at it. I guess it's about finding confidence in yourself, which I also want to talk about when it comes to routines and rituals. So that's really good. I need a sip of water because I'm getting, what's it called? Parched. No, but that word that you hate, vocal fry. Oh, yes. We do not condone vocal fry. Oh, that's a gulp. Oh, my God. I really needed water. Wow. Wow. Okay, Ooh. so let's move into our discussion on routines and rituals. Because mm-hmm, we're big on that. We are ritualistic whores. You love saying that. We're gratitude whores. <laughs> we're gratitude whores. <laughs> we're ritualistic whores. Um, okay, but first, before we get into discussion, um, a disclaimer, I mm-hmm. think, is very important. All of what we say today is suggestive and comes out of a place of support and these are recommendations and these are just things that we've learned going on. And you'll you'll notice that both Scout and I have very different routines. So it's not anything where there's a formula and nothing is prescriptive that we say. So don't try to like do this exact routine and think that you're it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. there's so, no formula for everybody. Right. What we're what we're more trying to get Ooh. at is is why routines are so important and why they have helped us. And we will give you our routines, but don't like. You don't need to do that. Also, we want to inspire you to do like a self-discovery on what routine works for you. So let this be a, an opening to a relationship with rituals. Oh. Oh. Okay. You want to go first with your routine that is like 30 million years long? <laughs> it's not. Okay. So let's go through a day in the life of Mads. So I wake up. Um, my typical my typical um, rule of thumb is two hours before my morning workout. So I go, I turn my decaf coffee on. I would like that to be emphasized because I have a lot of coffee in the day, but in the morning is decaf. Um, I gulp down a cup of water. I put, I've been starting to put Saqqara's beauty water in it. It's like these droplets and it adds like super hydration and collagen and, you know, all that crap uh that's good for you and then I take my ritual vitamins and uh, my spironolactone which helps with the hormonal acne I splash water on my face um because I have to wash off the acne spot treatment I don't like fully do my skincare routine at this point of the day just so you know and I pee and then I go get my decaf coffee once it's done being made I put in oat milk because oat milk is great 
And then I read for about 45 minutes. So whether that's a novel, um, a magazine, a self-help book, whatever I'm reading at the time, then I will write down miscellaneous thoughts. It's not necessarily the same as morning pages, um, but I just think it's just a couple, maybe a paragraph of just what I'm feeling. And um, I try not to place judgment on it and just have it be a little more free. And then I also write uh, things that I'm grateful for. Then I will meditate with Insight Timer for 10 minutes um, just in my bed. And then I put in my AirPods and I'll listen to a podcast. So I usually listen to Keep It or anything from The Ringer because I am obsessed with The Ringer. And that's when I brush my teeth and then I get changed to my workout clothes and then I'll go for a workout. And I up I cycle through different workouts. So I'll either do a HIIT class, hot yoga, a bar class, Pilates, boxing, or cycling. It just kind of depends what my mood is. And then I wash my face directly after a workout. It's very important that you do this because leaving the sweat dried on your face for too long um, can build up residue and can clog your pores. So definitely just it's really easy to bring your cleanser. They usually have towels at wherever workout place you're going. So I just do a quick cleanse right after the workout. Then I'll grab coffee wherever I am near the workout and then I'll drive home. Then I put ashwagandha and brain oil. So now this coffee is caffeinated. So this is where the wiring comes from. This is where the like the brain starts functioning. Okay. We put ashwagandha, we put brain oil in the coffee and then I shower while listening to the morning toast. Everyone knows Claudia and Jackie and I am a toaster. So um, then I usually don't wash my hair unless it's Friday and I'm blowing it out because everyone knows we have Jufros. And then I'll do my skincare routine after the shower. And if I have to look extra presentable that day, then I will throw on minimal makeup. So I usually use like NARS tinted moisturizer and then Glossier um, eyebrow flick and mascara. And I get dressed and I pack my bag for work. Then once I get to work, I'll write down my to-do list and my planner. This is very important. I just got a new planner and I realized I don't understand what I was doing before. Like writing everything down and then highlighting things. What planner is it? Moleskin. Okay. Why? I was just, I wanted specifics. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it just, it makes me feel really official and fabulous. Okay. And then now we are going into the nighttime routine. So right when I get home, I'll immediately change into cozy clothes and pajamas and then our emu slippers, which we love. And then I wash my face, do my whole skincare routine while also listening to a podcast. I listen to like five podcasts a day. And then I will make my digestion tea. So this is with calm magnesium and collagen and uh, like a peppermint tea that helps with, you know, the flushing for the next day. You know, mm. got to prep for the next day. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I'll prep my coffee for the next morning. And then I take my bye-bye bo bloat pills with water and then I have a Saqqara detox water dropper. So this is has a chlorophyll in it. So this helps with um, optimal digestion, gut health, immunity, and liver function. So that helps to kind of get the greens in me as well. I will watch an episode or two of whatever I'm binging at the moment while I drink my tea. I'll call my boyfriend Ben to debrief the day. That's usually the only time I talk to him. Like we'll text during the day, but I don't really talk to him. Um, other than that end of, it's like a nice ritual we have where we just talk about our days and what we, what we, um, accomplished. And then I have a final pee before bed. And then I'll, that's when I'll add my last acne step to my face. It's the, um, it's like a on the spot treatment. 
Um, then I put on my hand lotion. I have my lip balm. I'll set my alarm. And I have to turn on How I Met Your Mother because Friends is no longer on Netflix. So I've migrated to, I've graduated to How I Met Your Mother. I put it on the lowest volume and turn off the brightness on my computer. So it's like a lullaby. Woo. I feel like I can breathe now. So that, was a that lot. is my routine. I love it. Yes. Okay. My turn. And if I gravitate toward away from that routine. Chaos and chaos. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about this later, but if for some day that routine does not happen, um, it's okay. I've gotten to a place where I just have to, I relinquish the Okay, the let, me, let me talk. Okay. Oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> My morning routine is I wake up anywhere between 6 and 7 and I immediately go into, I unplug my phone, I turn off my alarm. I do not look at my phone though for the first 30 to 40 minutes of the day, sometimes up to an hour. And I walk over, the coffee's already ready for me. Definitely not decaf, definitely caffeinated. I pour myself a cup of coffee into my, I have a little mug set from a pottery guy made out of Tulum that Adam and I drank on our honeymoon. So we got those. Eye roll. Um, And then I go to the TV room because my husband is still sleeping at that time and I sit down and or sorry I go to the bathroom first then I go into the TV room sit down and I take out my journal and I do morning pages for about 20 to 30 minutes and if you guys haven't heard our previous episodes morning pages is just you wake up the first thing you do in the morning is you write and you don't think about what you're writing you don't think about what it looks like or what your thoughts sound like there's no judgment and you really get a chance to really connect with yourself and your subconscious and you just let shit flow and sometimes when something's not flowing I'll literally just write I don't know what to write right now but I force myself to continue writing because something comes up that I feel connected to and inspired by and energized by and then I have all these realizations about myself it's 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 my favorite practice or ritual um, whatever you want to call it and then once I'm done with that I open up my daily stoic by Ryan Holiday which is a daily meditation book that essentially every single day the um, the days are like dated like January 1st um they have a meditation that pertains to stoicism philosophy, which I'm getting really into. And so I read the daily meditation and then I journal at the bottom of the page because there's room um, about my thoughts or where I'm at with the lesson or what I would like to do better. Um, then I go and I do my skincare routine and I get all that together. And then I look at my phone. I check my text messages first. Then I check my Instagram or the podcast stats, either one. Um, and then once I've kind of just sat there and talked about, you know, with friends or debt or my dad or answered all my text messages and looked at fun stuff like Instagram, then I'll check my emails really quickly just to get a little brief as to what my day entails. Um, and then I'll check my calendar. Well, I check my calendar the night before, so I know what, when my first call is, but I'll just double check my calendar and just know, okay, I have a call at 10, whatever that is. Um, then I get ready take my dogs out to the bathroom, put in a podcast on my way to work, get to work. And at work, I make a smoothie every single morning. And in the smoothie, I put collagen protein by, I think it's, it's bulletproof. Yeah. The bulletproof collagen protein. And in there I have almond milk, kale, banana, blueberries, blackberries, the powder and flax seeds with like omega-3s or something. And then before I drink my smoothie, I take, or no, 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 I drink my smoothie. And then at the end of my smoothie, I take a medley of medication for my disorder and I have to take it with food. So that's when I take all my meds and my ritual vitamin. And I have a little cute pink pill case. So I take all that. And then I take ashwagandha. Um, I got the liquid form of ashwagandha. It's right here. I'll show it to you because the powder, I wasn't liking it in my 
in my drinks. It's an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste. So this tastes disgusting, but it's like 20 seconds and it's done. You know what I mean? So I put it under my tongue, whatever, let it chill. And then I just apply essential oils throughout the day, depending on my mood. And then my night routine is I also put my phone away an hour um, before going to bed. So I wash my face. I do a, a mask like three to four times a week. And so if I do a mask, I'll do my skincare routine earlier and sit with the mask on the couch and watch TV with my husband. And then I make the coffee ready for the next day. I get into bed. I put Premium Jane CBD um, under my tongue and I let that sit for 45 seconds. And while that's sitting, I take three deep breaths. Um, well, I put lavender essential oils on onto my wrists and then I take three deep breaths of lavender essential oil and then when I'm done with that my phone's already away my alarm's done like I'm not looking at my phone at this point um and then I read the book that I'm reading um for about any it depends on my mood 15 to 30 minutes um sometimes more sometimes less just depends on how tired I am um right now I'm reading The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand and then I meditate for 25 minutes Oh, after I'm done reading, then I do my final pee. Then I come back. Then I meditate. The final pee is just, no, it's integral. You, yeah, you got to get it in. And then I meditate for 25 minutes and then I go to sleep. Wow, you don't need to pee after the 25 minutes. I have to pee right before I go to bed. No, because I... Or else I'll be awake and be like, oh my God, I, gotta, I have to pee. Yeah, that's how I'm too. But the meditation like puts me to sleep. Mm, it's it. so nice. I forgot two integral parts oh, of my no. day. What? Wow, I keep saying integral. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> I always have a word you that really I say. Do. You really do. Way too much every podcast. Um, in the morning, I make my bed immediately. Oh, I do not do that. Hundred percent have to. Um, because coming home to a made bed is the most just soothing feeling. Um, and then the nighttime, I forgot to mention that I wash my feet. I have to oh, wash. I love getting into bed after washing. Your I feet. have to wash my feet. I get out of my day shoes and before I get into my slippers I have to wash off my feet that's a great idea and I put like my necessaire sandalwood body wash on my feet so then it just like smells nice oh yes I think I'm gonna start incorporating that I have to I have to every time I do it I feel so good I can't get in my slippers without it and I can't get in my bed without it I hear you so I forgot those are like very too like non-negotiable have yeah. to. Also, I should say my non-negotiables, like if I had to choose one thing to do every day, two things to do no matter what, it's meditation and my morning pages. Those are like my two non-negotiables over everything. I think mine are mine is bed making and feet. Oh, that's good. <laughs> bed making and feet. There we go. Um, okay, so I was I've been listening to the Ad Milet podcast for a little bit now he's amazing and he always says that the definition of self-confidence is keeping the promises that you make yourself and I think that routines and rituals are a really great way to set a promise to yourself keep it and to build some self-confidence so I kind of wanted to go into what habits versus routine versus rituals mean because I think there are varying Mm -hmm. definitions Mm -hmm. of each and they can get muddled sometimes so I just want to read this um, description from Nest Labs It says both habits and routines are regular and repeated actions, but habits happen with little or no conscious thought, whereas routines require a higher degree of intention and effort. With enough time and the right techniques, routines can turn into habits, but it is not an automatic unconscious process. One needs to want to turn a routine into a habit 
for that process to happen. And then um, the distinguish the distinguishing factor between a routine and a ritual is the attitude behind the action. So while routines can be actions that just need to be done, such as making your bed or taking a shower, rituals are viewed as more meaningful practices which have a real sense of purpose. And with rituals, you are fully engaged with a focus on the experience of the task rather than its mere completion. So I would say to me, routine was making me bed or washing my feet, but then a ritual is reading is the meditation is the more really um the intentional parts that I do yeah I would say my routine is like making the uh, most of my routines are very ritualistic I would say the most routine thing I do is just making the coffee before I go to bed that's I never look forward to it but I have to do it because if I don't wake up and there's not coffee legitimately brewed and waiting for me I lose it you're such a diva uh, yeah, for sure. When I go to hotels, I get scared. I'm like, where the fuck am I going to get my coffee in the morning? I know. Amanda Stanton mentioned that. Yeah, it's she was so here. insane. I can't. It's like it gets me anxiety. So another aspect I did want to touch on, which we mentioned earlier, is to not get stressed about your routine. So the routine that is the routine and these rituals should only benefit you. They should be something that is that is sacred to you yeah. and although yes it it takes a bit to get into routine or create the habit um and that might be uh, I guess a bit burdensome in the beginning because you might forget or it's just not in the top of your mind but it should always be something that is helping you also if you just listen to all of that and you're super overwhelmed but you do not take no, any but, of it no no but oh. that you want a routine and you want to structure your days like that Start with one thing. Mm -hmm. Say one thing. I have a friend. Her one thing is making matcha in the morning. That's what she does. That's and that's it. it. Yeah. And then in a few weeks, she'll probably add something else in. Like, I didn't just add all this shit in one day and, did, yeah. you know, like, wrote down my 20-step routine. You know, it's like skincare. You, like, get the cleanser, and then you put the moisturizer in, and then you do mm. the serum. You know, you just add shit. And so yeah. pick one thing that really – pick the thing that you're most likely to to carry on with because that – because you got to set yourself up for success. Also, we – obviously are huge morning people over mm -hmm. here yeah. you might be a night person yeah. so why don't you focus a lot of these self-care and rituals and sacredness and leave it for the nighttime mm -hmm. instead of just I mean look I'm I'm binge watching Vanderpump Rules right now I'm not gonna say don't fucking watch TV I'm just saying that might be a better time for you rather than forcing yourself to be a morning person and forcing yourself to wake up just be like okay actually I'm a night person so why don't I take these rituals and do them at the best time for me. It could also be a middle of a day ritual, like on your mm -hmm. lunch break. I instead, you know, say I want to take a 15 minute walk every day on my lunch break and, and I want to put no in, phone or, or, or I want to put in a podcast and listen to an inspirational podcast during the walk, or I want to leave my phone at the office, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, it could totally be in the middle of the day. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. I, one thing I did want to mention is about, about the routines taking time, like just so everyone knows for me, waking up early, this ha this started for me in high school. So I've been doing this for 10 years, okay? So it's not something that, like, the past couple years or after college. This was, like, throughout college, throughout high school. I've always wo woken up very, very early and worked out in the morning. So it's not something that – and I was actually embarrassed of – these routines and then people told me that it's good I don't know some people were like most successful people wake up at four in the morning I was like whoa I didn't I didn't know you know I, I was more so doing it actually I think I told this story on the podcast that I started doing it because I had a crush on a guy 
and he oh my god you I, didn't I don't even know the story oh my god okay so in high school I was I was um doing my homework after school and my friend was like hey why don't we're like so tired like why don't we just wake up at like four in the morning Starbucks opens then we can bike there and do our homework before school starts and I was like that's wild like okay and I but I was like I had such a big crush on him so I said yes and literally that sparked then I I think I just never knew that my mind was so sharp at that point of the day like okay so I went on a medication that made me for two years wake up if I didn't put an alarm on I would wake up at 11 30 and you know me that's not me and it made me so depressed because I also our dad wakes up at like four in the morning every day so we are big morning people and so for a long time, I was so depressed because I couldn't wake up early. And then when I went off that medication, I started waking up early again. But it took it took like five months mm-hmm. to really get that ability to wake back up in the morning because my body had been so used to sleeping in so late. Yeah. And now, oh, my God, when I wake up early, I like when and even in college, when people would either cram till four in the morning, I'd be like, no, I'll just wake up at four in the morning and I cram will. for four hours before the class. That's that's exactly where my mind mindset was and some people thought that I like didn't study because I would go to bed at eight yeah <laughs> it's like oh no I'm like I'm awake when you're asleep yeah I love um, also whenever we would go on a trip together with our family it was always super early morning flights like a six in the clock do you, you know you never even realize that every time we went on a plane it was always in the very early morning so when I was younger I associated really early mornings with something exciting Oh, I associated, I guess, with Disneyland. We would always leave for Disneyland super really early. Really early, yeah. Um, no, so I guess just the moral of the story, shout out to, uh, you know him, Ross, from high school, mm. who I had a crush on. Don't remember him. Okay. <laughs> shout out, Ross. You literally changed my entire life because I would have never, ever thought to wake up at four in the morning. Love you, Ross. Love you, Ross. Um, I also want to talk about when you get into a routine and it becomes a habit, maybe it might not serve you after three months, six months. Don't be afraid to mix up that routine. My routine was what it is now is not the same of what it was a year ago. So if you feel like you are someone listening to this and you're like, I have my routine, I love it, but it's feeling a little stale, ask yourself these questions. Do you not get creative ideas anymore? Do you forget the values and goals behind your routine? Do you feel your mind closing down? And do you realize you've lost your balance between work, relationships, and play? Those are questions that psychologytoday.com urges you to ask. So just you know, check in if something isn't serving you, but it was serving you for a year, you know, change it up, figure something out, add something in, take something out. You know, we change, we evolve, we grow, we change our skincare routine all the time, like change your fucking night routine. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be um, something that is so set and secure. It can be malleable and it could also um, shift based on what you, what you are doing in your life and you know what 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 does your day look like is mm-hmm. it more labor intensive is it longer hours like you just have to shift and be adjustable I forgot one of my things in my routine and in my morning pages once I'm done with the brain dump I write down the things I'm grateful for and then if I need an extra pick me up I write down a prayer to God that's what I do at the end okay you have a prayer to God yeah I pray oh yeah you don't pray no oh it's <laughs> transformative it's amazing. Um, highly I, recommend. I guess this is another podcast. I didn't yeah. know you were religious. <laughs> so I'm spiritual. Yeah, but God is religion. Yeah, but I'm just saying God so people understand what I'm talking about. You don't oh. know how I understand God. How do you understand God? As an energy force that's higher than we are. Hmm. Um, do you okay. call it God? Yeah, just because I like the word. 
but I don't think of it in like a religious sense. I have a vision of it. Being I have too many con. I have too much yeah. visualization and connotations. With well, the sometimes word God. I'll say I say the universe sometimes, but that has a lot of connotations. I'll usually say higher power. That's that's the one that relates the most to me. Hmm. Um, but I also want to talk about the benefits of routines because mm-hmm. I started getting into routines when um, if you suffer out there from mental illness or depression, anxiety, routines are amazing for you guys. Amazing. The benefits include it limits the amount of decision fatigue that you feel during the day. It helps reduce your cognitive load. And the best way to describe this is a new driver versus an an new driver versus an experienced driver. The new driver is thinking cognitively so much versus the experienced driver is just on autopilot. Um, It strengthens your willpower, which then strengthens your self-confidence in yourself. Um, Multitasking can be unproductive and routines really help you focus on one thing at a time. It can actually reduce stress and help and help you cope through change. Like if you're moving, if you have that two things that you do every morning and night, it'll help ground you for those that really have a hard time with change. And it also helps you form healthy habits because it's very intentional and it's very purposeful and you're really thinking about what best suits your life and your soul and, and your, your relationship with yourself. So it's it only brings good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it it does bring good things. But again, I just want to emphasize that if it is giving you anxiety or if you're finding that you're not sleeping enough because you're like waking up earlier to do these things, don't you know it just really has to be personal to you and again as we keep saying it's not prescriptive and I think there's a there's a lot of issues today around especially our generation with optimization and our obsession with having every minute optimized and making sure it, it we are at operating at maximum capacity oh, every I single day love that shit Okay, I'm just saying that is a fast track to burnout and that is... No, 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 if you're optimizing in the right way because downtime is optimizing. So rest is a form of optimization. Okay, but there's also something to be said for just leaving some space for nothing. Just rest without intention, without a plan. No, that's, that's the opposite of optimizing. When you have a time to rest and you're not thinking about how is the best how's the best way to rest right now and how's it it's too wound up it just there has to be moments in your day where you are free and that is something that I have been a slave to I've always been a slave to this optimization economy and productivity and I think we do as it says at Thrive Global they have this amazing quote and I don't know if I guess you don't subscribe to it but I do sacrifice productivity for presence you know just slowing down a little bit like it's you it's okay to have these moments where you're not rushed or you're not um doing something to to further a goal it's like there can be time where nothing happens see that is okay yeah I don't know like for me it's not so black and white like the optimization culture and the productivity culture I really aspire to because it really inspires me to be my best every day but I have no problem not having something on my calendar and chilling and not having an agenda. Yeah, like, so that is not optimizing. But it that is. That part. No, no, no. That part is not optimizing. It's just good. I'm yeah. just saying. Okay, so I take the balanced version of it. Sure. Yeah. It's like hustle culture. It's like this weird, like every moment and 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 uh, it's like money. Time is money, essentially, which has which essentially means if you are not doing something with your time that is ma- producing a monetary value then you are worthless essentially you should just this is my this is my philosophy every second of the day and it's not ever it's not going to happen all the time it's not going to happen most of the time it's it's pretty impossible 
But your strive should be that every minute of your day is fulfilling to you. That doesn't mean that when I do my work, yeah, I'm happy with the money I make. Yeah, do I want more? Would I be bummed if I had less? But it's not about that. It's about being fulfilled. That is my number one goal with every decision I make. I don't care who offers me what kind of money. If I don't feel fulfilled and free, I have to feel free, then the monetary value is not worth it for me. Yeah. And it's not necessarily even monetary. It's just um, a sense of worth and a sense of productivity. Yeah. And that every moment, if you are not, if you, if you spent 30 minutes or an hour of your day scrolling through Instagram and you're beating yourself up because you're just like, fuck, that hour should be, it's like just yeah. letting some things go without yeah. judgment of it being your maximum capacity at yeah. all times. Well, that's impossible. Exactly. I've actually burned <sighs> out. It's pretty gnarly. Um, okay, so I want to talk. I, I thought it'd be fun. I don't know to lift. Oh, I list, don't know. <laughs> list. I don't know. We'll see if you like it. To list off some of the morning routines of famous people because I listen to Skinny Confidential a lot, and actually, pretty much every successful person that comes on has a form of routine, whether it's the morning routine or the night routine, middle of the day routine. Um, so Oprah medit and they, they do a lot more, but I kind of took out some of the main ones. Oprah meditates in the morning for 20 minutes, but if she's in a rush, she'll meditate for 10 to 12. <laughs> Tim Ferriss makes his bed. Jessica Alba works out. Julianne, how do you say her last name? Huff. Uh, who? Who? No, Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff. Uh, um, oh my God. Express- Julianne who? <laughs> she expresses gratitude. Kate Hudson does an ice bath for your face. Tony Robbins, along with like a plethora of other shit has a whole routine that involves jumping into ice cold water. And Lauren Everett's Bostick from the skinny confidential doesn't look at her phone for the first 30 minutes of the day. So I wanted to highlight those just to see that everyone's is different. There's no two that are really the same except the Kate Hudson and Tony Robbins with the ice cold water, you know, Mm. which I hear is supposed to be amazing in the morning, but I I can't do it. I do um, an ice roller in the, in the evening. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ice is good. Yeah. That, that shit, that shit will sculpt you. Oh, really? Oh, also, I want to point out that um, you were talking about how, like, you shouldn't get upset if you go off your routine. For example, we had our live event. I did not meditate Friday night because I got home at 2 a.m. and I was drinking. I'm not going to meditate at 2 a.m. I'm going to go to bed. I did not do my morning pages Saturday morning or the Daily Stoic Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Sunday, I was so tired. I didn't want to think. So I didn't do morning pages or the Daily Stoic Sunday morning either. And then Monday, I got back on. Like, it's, it's, and I was totally fine. I wasn't like, shaming myself I was like this is what I need right now and so I'm gonna honor that yeah listening uh, as cheesy as it sounds listening to your body and you're the only one yeah that truly knows what will fulfill it yeah. at any point but if you get anything from yourself it's really just routines help you connect with yourself you know they help yeah. you learn more about yourself they help they help you slow down pause have a moment a sacred as we've said the word sacred a lot a really sacred moment just to yourself Mm -hmm. to really reflect and connect inwards and if we can inspire you ladies to figure out what that looks like for you whether that's surfing in the morning or walking in nature or journaling or reading or whatever it is we hope that you find it and feel fulfillment within it oh i feel pacified I don't even know what that word means. That means like I feel calm and um, soothed. Yeah. You know, your energy is kind of, is it because I snapped at you before this podcast? Um, No. Because it's, it's, you're, you're pretty calm and, and not crazy. <laughs> I think it's because of the content of this episode. Oh, I thought maybe it was because I snapped I at you before the episode. I wanted to shift my energy 
to be a little more um, mindful. Ease. Yeah, I love that. This is great. This is. Oh, this. I think this is one of my favorite episodes. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this is so cool. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, obviously, thank you if you're jumping on the ban- the Ocus's bandwagon after the live podcast. We are happy to have you. Welcome to the sisterhood. Um, and this is just some of the types of conversations that we have over here. Yeah, on our fix me up solo episode. Yeah. So uh, you can find us, since there's no one else to plug, you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. <laughs> okay, why? As I asked, I hope you're like, you know that. If yeah, you're they know that. Seeing this. We love you, sisters. Love you. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 